0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: CBS FM checking in is a guy who we've known long before he was famous and had his own show. Please welcome Dr. Mehmet Oz back to the program. Hello, my friend. Hey, Scott, how
2: are you? Are you staying safe?
1: Well, I'm as safe as you can get, man. I don't do anything but this radio show. He's trapped uh, on
3: vacation down in Florida for the last three weeks. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I I went on vacation, and then it, it all broke loose while I was gone. And by that time, they shut down the radio station, and we're all operating in different places. And Mm -hmm. thank goodness for modern technology. Now, your show, your own personal show, The Dr. I Show, weekdays, 1 p.m. Fox 5, um, you shut that down as far as your home studio, right?
2: Well, we moved the whole thing to my home studio. Uh, yeah. know, one of the benefits. I mean, your
1: regular studio is what yeah, I meant. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> the, yeah the regular studio we, we we shut down. But I tell you, it was fascinating experience. Cause, you know, it gives you an idea of how fast the world moves. The show, my show's in a hundred countries. One of them is China, so I was covering the virus in China, and I began appreciating how devastating it was. So we actually built a studio in my basement, which at, at the time so I thought it was a suspect. I thought you know those shows where you the people think the end of the world's coming and they hide in the basement. Right? The peppers. Yes. I, I felt like that. We're building this whole thing down there. We're never going to use this. And then within really about two days, everything just went haywire. And we moved everything here. So now we do the show from the basement. We never went off. And thankfully, my team was ahead of me on this because they're the ones who've insisted on building this out. But I think this is the new normal. And I tell you, it gets very addictive because I don't have to commute. Right. Uh, I can I can book guests. I mean, Holly Mandel called yesterday at 2 o'clock. We taped the show at 3. It's Airing in an hour. And you couldn't do that normally. It's it, just too much, too many moving parts to get a whole studio. And we tape at the ABC studio. So I love the in person part. I love the audience. We'll still have that. But like many businesses, my mind has been changed about the power. You probably think the same thing doing radio. We right. see, my people at home now are thinking, geez, the average American commutes an hour a day. Maybe this is not so bad. I mean, I don't want to have my family locked in the same house with me all the time. No one, you know, people <laughs> are crazy, but they're fundamental changes to our society. And I tell my kids, this is the time to reshape the SSD or Etch-A-Sketch of life. Yeah. They're, 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 they're going to have battlefield commissions because during this battle, World War Coronavirus, there are going to be lots of people who become leaders and find new ways of changing the world and get ahead of it. And everyone sitting at home, think about what your role could be.
3: Right, well, it's really me ask fascinating this. to watch how let people me ask this advertising one, and.
1: Let me ask this one question, and I'll get Patty's question. Well, how do all these people find your house to be in the basement? Your audience. Well, you know,
2: <laughs> the, the, well, the, we won't have this studio audience. In oh, the
1: you're not going to continue to do it from your basement when everything's no. right.
2: Then <laughs> Patty, okay, what, you. <laughs> you know, what I will do, I'll tell you, is when I have a, a big guest and I need to do it urgently, like I had, to, you know, I've had every, all the members of the task force on the show, and they're running 100 miles an hour, and they're not going to travel to New York and sit and wait in their studio, but I can quickly get them at the White House. It's, the technology is so good, it's basically like I'm sitting there talking to them, and they hear it instantaneously. The quality is so good, their audience doesn't matter, and I can be on time from everything else that's going on, so you don't have to race the news anymore. You can get ahead of it.
3: And it feels more personal in some ways, you know, because it's not this big planned event.
2: Uh, it, it, you know, it, that part of it completely eluded me, probably you picked up on it perfectly. A lot of folks, I mean, Howie Mandel yesterday had to put a fake bridge behind him because he didn't want to have his house, sh- all the craziness in his house. <laughs> so he's basically, the, there's a San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge is behind him. And he kept arguing that it was the bridge in his house from his kitchen to his bedroom. <laughs> and so... It became part of the gift of the stick. Yeah. And you, people people are very clever about it. You have kids walking in the shot, shake like, to your point, it's much realer. Yeah. And I still think there's going to be a, a, a role of big, high-produced shows. I mean, obviously, Oprah, who's my partner, as you know, I learned this business on her show. There was nothing greater than that huge stage and there was majestic walking out there. And I've treasured that and will do that. But the ability to just be intimate when it's necessary and to be there when everyone wants to hear the story. I mean, today, the big story, for example, is the comfort, right? The ship is in New York, but there's nobody on it because it's too hard to get through the gauntlet of being screened in a hospital. No one's going to the hospital for for toothaches. You go to the hospital because you got COVID-19. So the ship's got to take COVID-19 patients. I was able to ask the captain, that's our show today, would you take COVID-19 patients? And he said... Of course they would take them. I just want someone to tell me what to do and I'll do it. So you begin to see pretty quickly that there're solutions. You don't just get frustrated. Right, uh, right. You're you know,
1: prepped for it. You know one of the things that I noticed about the TV now, it you're right, it's a more personal authentic medium because you're seeing people at their house. I always like to look behind and see what's in the bookcase and I like to see <laughs> <The> who's <bridge. laughs> not to decorate, you know, and they're, they're on Zoom or Skype or whatever. And you're right, it's more realistic, and I'm going to tell you, too, as a host, you're not distracted by all the technical crap that you have to do a show. When do you walk out? Is your hair okay? Is your microphone on right? You're just there, and the most important thing is the bond between you and the person you're talking to, even if they're not next to you, right, Doc?
2: Well, the best part is you don't have to wear nice pants or any pants at all. Your <laughs> shoes don't matter. Ooh. All they see is your chest. So. Dr.
3: Odd's <laughs> pantsless. I like it.
1: <laughs> now, now, the deal is that they, all of a sudden now they've reversed the, uh, the mask deal. Everybody should be wearing something, even if you wear your underpants upside down uh, on your head. But the, 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 all of a sudden, like they switched and you should have a mask now, correct?
2: Well, part of the reason the thinking switched is because we understand a lot more about how we spit than we ever thought. And you know, who the heck studies spit? But well. it turns out, let's do it together. Say the word health. Health. Helps. you say health, that little health. tongue touching the teeth part at the end, that aerosolizes a ton of small little droplets of saliva that have viruses. Eww. And we thought that that wasn't a big deal, because how far could it go? Well, it turns out it really does travel. And six feet is a very reasonable distance to stay, so the cloud settles, because that cloud can stay in the air 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So if, if you don't have anything covering your face, then there's nothing to prevent, little those droplets from getting into your nose. Older people have a more sensitivity to those droplets than younger people, which is why they get the virus more often. So the game plan is no more masks. We don't have enough. They have to go to the healthcare providers. But you could put a scarf, a bandana, something to block the saliva from getting to your nose. And if you're one of the people and there's about 50 percent of the population doesn't get symptoms when they get COVID-19, they just get the virus, but it's still infectious, it'll block you from infecting others. So it works both ways.
1: Remember when you go ahead, Patty?
3: Why do some people have almost no symptoms and then some people die? I have heard that it's based on overall health, but also the number of cell receptors that you have for
2: this. Yeah, so those cell receptors are like doors with uh, locks in them, and this virus is a key. So the virus will open up those uh, those doors and go get into your body. Older people uh, with uh, have more. Uh, key, uh, door so there's more keys that, that, that they can get in there and open them. And some genetic people have differences. So, for example, the blood type O tends to have less problems with COVID-19 than blood type A. And, these are, and men have more problems than women. And part of the issue, and everyone should know this, of course, if you're over the age of 60 with chronic issues, it's not really how old you are, it's whether the chronic issues are there. So it's your real age, how old your body thinks you are. That's the bigger number. The, the older your body thinks you are, the more susceptible you are to, a, to a, being unable to keep up with the virus. But all of this becomes part of the puzzle of how we come out of this, because we're never gonna be able to say, keep the country on lockdown forever. We're gonna say, okay, older folks, you're on lockdown. Younger folks, if you, you, know, you start going out and if anyone gets sick, you immediately get quarantined. No more fooling around with, this, you know, with uh, what we did before where we just sort of pretended it wasn't important. You and everyone you know gets put in quarantine, which is what they did in Germany and it did in South Korea. And it's why they didn't have to lock the whole countries down.
1: Now, I got to ask you this. I see so many. I read the story about this guy who wrote that big hit "I Love Rock and Roll," and uh, and we lost him, and he was like sixty nine, and a couple of other people that, that that we've read about, and it's really weird because they say they had the flu, they tell their loved ones I had a cold or something. And all of a sudden, the next thing, they're dead. Now, is there, is there a probability that these people had something else going on? Or how does somebody go from just having a little bit of a cold and then all of a sudden they're gone?
2: Well, this is classic for this coronavirus. It's like a roller coaster. And I'll just share just one story from this week. I had a guy who was doing okay. And he started to not do as well for a day. And then, boom! Next thing I knew, couldn't oxygenate, couldn't breathe, had to have a breathing tube. And then once the breathing tube was in, didn't help him, and he ultimately expired. We lost him. And it all happened very quickly. Wow. And, but that is what we're seeing. You're okay till you're not. You go from zero to 60, no time at all. And it's what, what, it's what scares us about the virus. Now, I don't want people panicked over this because it happens so uncommonly. The vast majority of people have no symptoms or trivial symptoms. And even if you go to the hospital, which isn't that common, The the overwhelming odds are you won't have to go to the ICU. Only a quarter of the people have to go to the ICU. And of them, only half of them get intubated. So it's a vanishingly small number who get into this crisis. But when you're there, we get really nervous because we can't predict the answer to the question you asked, which is whether you'll take a roller coaster ride deep so fast we can't catch you.
3: How soon will these antibody tests be? I know they're they're shipping them now from Abbott Labs, but I mean those. It seems to me that'll be really helpful in knowing when people can go back to work and go back out a little bit.
2: Go oh, without questions. I had Dr. Burks on the show uh, yesterday. And he- she spoke about those antibody tests, and she thinks they'll be out within a week. Enough of them that people can start to get tested more meaningfully. I, I think a lot of people are curious if they've already had it, they didn't realize mm-hmm. it, or you know, they, or they just are, are going to be asymptomatic. But once you've got you know twenty percent of the workforce has had the virus, you can start to populate businesses. You can start to people can start doing jobs without having the fear of getting it again, because we think you're immune for probably at least a year, hopefully longer, and until the vaccine comes out. But that is a crisis. Uh, point, because the, the, all the simulations we did to figure out how to manage disinfection, none of them, I mean, I mean, none of them contemplated not having testing, because without testing, you have no idea what you're doing. And every one of our leaders, if at every level, mayors, governors, presidents, every, no matter what you think about them politically, no one had information. The task force was flying blind because they couldn't tell. And we can't so We can't figure out how to quarantine people if we don't know they're sick. Now, I'll give you the worst example. We, People come to the hospital to see us, right? Uh, they have a cough and a fever. We're not sure what it is. We think it might be COVID-19. So you send a test out. For a week, you wait.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> for a week. Now, all that time, you're wasting personal protective gear because you can't go in to see the patient. Person. person's in isolation. No one can be next to them. They're locked in a room. Things aren't good for anybody. Waste- you're wasting resources. You're not getting benefit. And a week later, it comes back negative, and all that was thrown away.
3: Right. Well, well that, they do that, have quick tests now. Well, they're not out there everywhere. No, they're not.
2: No, they're That's still uncommon. You can't, in, New York, in New York, you cannot get tested when you need to. We don't have the meds that we need, like the hydroxychloroquine, which is, we should spend a second on, because this is the old malaria drug. There was a randomized trial from China that, uh, again, it was 62 patients. Half the people got it, half didn't. The ones that got it statistically significantly got less, their fever went way faster, their cough went way faster, their pneumonia resolved faster. Statistically significantly. So it's, it's only one study, we need to do a bigger one. But with that data, more and more doctors are starting to feel comfortable prescribing it early in the course of the illness. And here's the catch. Around the world, it's the number one thing doctors use. Many countries mandate it. They think, you know, you, in China and Turkey and other countries, you have to give it. In our country, it's still relatively unrecognized. And I think the task force needs to tackle that and get ahead of it. And in New York State, there is no excuse for this being banned. Because right now, the governor has an emergency edict from last week. You're not allowed to get this medication. and now have doc- a
3: whole video on it on uh, DrOz.com that people should check out.
1: Dr. Oz? Yes, I am. Um, you are. yeah but <laughs> th- th- I I've been told that that you also take the Z pack with that is that true
2: That's the French data, which I've interviewed that physician several times now, he has a 1,000 patients, he told me this morning now, on z plus hydroxychloroquine. In China, they combine the hydroxychloroquine with an antibiotic as well. So you want to put something with it, Z-Pak or another antibiotic, depending on what your philosophy is. I like the Z-Pak more.
1: But now with the Z-Pak, you have some people who have uh, any kind of uh, cardiac conditions. you got to be careful with that is what I've heard. It's not
2: any kind of cardiac condition. There's a very specific uh, problem where the heart doesn't relax at the right pace. It's easy to diagnose on an EKG and a doctor can quickly take a look at it and clear you. But the combination has proven to be incredibly safe in the hands of practitioners like Dr. Rowls in France, where they've been able to test and screen for the EKG. There are a couple other things we check for as well. And then you go ahead and prescribe it.
1: Our friend, uh, uh, our friend John, who you uh, helped out in his problems in Florida, He uh, he said that uh, the answer for him was also, uh, or a friend of his was uh, the um, Tylenol. uh, Tylenol. They they took three Tylenols, and a lot of people. Supposedly, that's helping.
2: Tylenol. Tell you, there's a lot of uh, worries about fevers. Just a bit of advice for everybody. Fevers are actually good for you because they kill the virus, but they don't kill your own cells. And so what I suggest to folks is let your temperature go up to 101, 102 range. Eventually you get uncomfortable with that fever. Then you can treat it with Tylenol or acetaminophen, family of drugs. We try not to use the ibuprofens because there's a, a theoretical disadvantage of them in this situation. I don't think it's important if you do it, but uh, there's so enough concerns that why, why take the chance?
1: You're the greatest. Thank you, Dr. Oz.com. Like Patty said, you get some information there I think will be helpful. The Dr. Oz Show, still on. From his basement, 1 p.m., Fox 5. <laughs> and who do you have on today?
2: Today we've got the captain of the ship. We have more yeah, Dr. Burke. We've got big breaking news on this China study. Lots of good stuff.
1: Thank you, Mehmet. You're great. Thank you so much.
2: God bless you both. Bye-bye. Bye. 847
1: CBS FM. That was very, uh, I thought, informative.
3: To Scott, <laughs> take it. check out. It's Dr. Oz, and you spell the word doctor out. D-O-C-T-O-R, Oz com. He's got so much great info on there. Uh, yeah. I would definitely what, check it out if you're interested.
1: I like him because I can understand him.
3: Yeah. He's so, <laughs> he's
1: so smart.
0: CBS <laughs> FM, big show on the radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.